1: Some people are outraged that the New York Times has added ad tracking to Wordle. But should they really be though? Privacy settings on social media won't protect you from snitching on yourself as the authorities in Wisconsin use Facebook to identify suspects in acts of property damage after the Jacob Blake police shooting protest in Kenosha. And what is the proper protocol for online redemption? Who gets to determine your penance? Does the internet owe it to you to allow you back in its good graces after you've committed an offense? We discuss all this, and we've got an awesome spotlight in episode 23 of the Tech John. From Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Rob Dunwood.
2: And coming out of Philly, it's your girl, Tech Life Steph.
1: And out of
3: Atlanta, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech, a.k.a. Disgusted. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> the uh NBA All Star oh, like Weekend this weekend. Oh,
2: you all y'all had it down there, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was here in Columbus. Well, not here in Columbus, but it was in Columbus or Cleveland. Right. Right. I'm sorry. And um, and um, over, it was
3: overall pretty good, but one thing everybody tunes in is the dunk contest, and it was atrocious this this year. Nobody could get a dunk right. They was doing too much. One dude had tried to put on Timberlands what? and was doing and one he was doing some sort of Crip walk, but it was mad uncoordinated, mad <laughs> unrhythmic, <laughs> if that's a word. And another dude had a necklace with NFT or something like that. But oh, all it that. All the showboating, It amounted to a whole bunch of nothing. So everybody oh, today. You know, all the news, sports news—they're talking about how terrible and atrocious, and everybody's giving their ideas as to how they can make it better and what they need to not do and this do. So it's just, it's just they need, they do need to do something. I don't have the answer on what they need to do, but um, that was a
1: sign that they need to do something different. So I heard a stat. I think I was watching um, First Take, or it might have been uh, the show with Mike Greenberg on before First Take this morning, and. They said that the shooting percentage in the three point competition was higher than the percentage of dunks made. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. It's like they made, they made a higher percentage of three pointers than dudes were making dunks. Um, one, one dude was like one for nine or one for 11, like on his first dunkers. I think it was one for nine. They, so, it was. So the, the,
3: Th- their degree of difficulty was too high too early. And as a result, they lose people. And when yeah. you lose people, the scores go down, but they don't want to, you know, you don't want to be a punk and quit after two or three tries. So you keep going and you keep going
1: and you keep going.
3: <laughs> it's just so, yeah. a train
1: wreck. So I'm <laughs> fortunate. I didn't watch it. Cause I said, uh, last year that I'm done. There's no reason for me to watch this anymore. Um, and I heard that this one, you know, Last year was excellent compared to what this was. It was so bad. So I've only seen the clips.
2: I have uh, not watched all-star stuff. I can't, I can't even remember the last time. I mean, I, I went the, the one time it was in Philly, like years and years and years ago. That's when I was still in them streets. Mm -hmm. I went to all the parties, Um, but I haven't actually watched since, you know, back when it was Michael Jordan and, and all them folks, you know, blah, 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 blah. So um, everything is kind of
3: yeah, everything's kind of stepped up with the exception of the dunk contest. The mm-hmm. um, the actual all-star game last night was pretty interesting, even though they're not trying 100%. You know, it's still they still make it interesting. The three-point shootout, you know, that's always interesting, you know, even this year because they had a big man win yeah, it. So that sure. was like a new different to it. They changed the, the skills challenge thing. They brought it back. They created it, what, maybe five years ago. And they kind of was like, oh, that's whack. But they changed it this year to where you had all these different challenges. So they, you know, they ramped everything up. The celebrity game on Friday. The rookies play on Friday. All that stuff is mildly interesting with the exception of the dunk contest. <laughs> well, and that's <laughs> yeah. why
2: everybody watches. Like, you know, right. it, all that other stuff is nice. But, mm-hmm. you know, you want to see
3: somebody with the dunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And a bunch of no names because the the real stars is like, well, I ain't, I ain't trying to get hurt. You know, Mm. or, you know, whatever the case may be. So they got all these no names out there and they really don't be dunking like that in the regular game because they get hardly no playing time. So it's just like, ah. yeah,
1: so the dunk contest was
3: definitely
2: like it was a thumbs down.
1: It was definitely hot trash. But, you know, what's not hot trash. Our discord community and our patrons. Um,
2: uh, look at you. Look, look, segue. look at
1: that segue. <laughs> that was that was the next level segue right there. So I just want to let everybody know that uh, we do a live show in addition to this podcast that you're probably listening to. So if you want to check us out um, for the live streaming of the taping of The Tech John, head over to patreon.com forward slash The Tech John. That is The Tech, J-A-W-N. And you can sign up at uh, various levels. All of our levels get access to our live stream. And you can actually not just listen to us on a podcast, but you can watch and interact with us in the live stream and our after party. So once again that is www.patreon.com forward slash the tech john. Mm-hmm. And since we've been talking about, you know, games and basketball and all that kind of stuff, let us keep let's keep the topics going uh, with games. And let me just ask y'all this are are y'all still playing Wardle? I'm still playing. I
3: don't post every single day, but I got my family into it. So we kind of play amongst each other for the most That's part.
2: Nothing. I stopped mm i don't even know why i just i don't know i just lost interest
3: pretty i I mean that's what was going to happen that was going to happen
2: yeah
1: (laughs) so i'm still playing sporadically it's kind of like when i'm sitting there and i'm bored oh i got like you know eight minutes to kill while i'm waiting for something i'm waiting in line or something like that so uh, i'll go ahead and uh you know and pull it out and play on my phone but i'm not i'm not an everyday world person i don't think it you know When I first learned about it, I probably played it four or five straight days, and then it has been once or twice a week since Mm then. But, uh, you know, and I don't even know if we talked about this, uh, we, we may have in the, in the after party of one of our shows, but, uh, Wordle got bought. By the New York Times a little while back uh, for, yes. I believe it was like in a low seven figure. So, you know, million dollars or something, just over a million dollars. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of people who were really concerned about, well, are they going to put it behind the paywall? Because they actually have other, you know, of these puzzle type games behind, uh, you know, the paywall. But uh, Wordle is still free. But what I believe somebody from um, was it in gadget or Gizmodo? I can't uh, remember. Gizmodo. Gizmodo. Mm-hmm. um actually uh realized that they have all kind of tracking and ad tracking and you know just all that kind of good stuff uh you know on their site so i wanted to just kind of open up to you guys and get your take on what do you think now that this thing that was free and it had none of this on there and that was kind of the appeal to it now it got you know snatched up for you know for a million plus and now it is just like every other website that is you can be tracked all kind of ways through it
2: and that's the thing. And it's like, you know, it's not like every other website doesn't do this, but, you know, that was a, a part of the appeal, I think, for a lot of people was that, you know, you weren't going to have to see a lot of ads. You weren't going to have to, you weren't going to have to deal with any nonsense. You didn't have to deny, decline cookies to, to use the website and play and, and do all this other stuff. So it's just, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Capitalism at its finest. Basically, I ain't mad at it at old boy for selling, you know, somebody going to give me a million five or or whatever he got for for the game i would i would sell it as well, but um it, it you know it 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 does feel like anyway um kind of the end of an era for for the game um because it, it it it's it's gone commercial you know what i mean kind of kind of sold out <laughs> in a, in, a, in a sense um so yeah
3: and honestly i'll be honest um Nothing really changed on the game at all. You know, even though they are logging your uh, browsing data and selling that to whomever in an attempts to find me somewhere else on the Internet and show me a New York Times ad that, ain't no like like Stephanie said, Gizmodo, the story that we're reading this from, does that as well. You go, we're reading their website right now because of this show. I'm going to get off of this and go on another link. And Gizmodo's gonna be like, Oh, so you like to shop on Amazon.com for sneaker, um, shoestrings. Let me show you an ad while you're on there. I mean, that's that everybody's it's the doing. The way the
2: it. internet works. Yeah.
3: So, but, um, I, I do, you know, as a person that still plays it, you know, every day, uh, nothing changed. You go to the same website. It takes you to the same game. There's no, no, you don't have to click away from a bunch of ads and remove stuff off the screen in order mm-hmm. to play. Like you do going to some websites. It's just regular. So on the front end to us, it looks like New York times has done a good job of making sure the experience hasn't changed, but on the back end, they're like, yo, we need to recuperate some of this money.
2: This so money. as a result,
3: yeah. So as a result, you know, um, there may be some things on the back end that you may not see that, you know, you New York times is taking advantage of. But I don't even think that's marking the end of an error. I just think people are going to change the channel. People are just going to be like, eh,
2: yeah.
3: and then move on. I'm
2: done. Well, and you <laughs> said nothing's changed. I would, I would, I would caveat that with nothing's changed yet. Yeah, um, nothing's changed yet. I, I think, yeah, I, right. I think, I, I think a big change is coming. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not they put it behind the paywall, or we do start seeing ads on the actual page, um, something is coming down the line because, like I said, they just didn't pay all this money. To to keep the game exactly like it was, and and not you know monetize it like overtly, monetize Mm -hmm. it in some way. So so changes changes gonna come, like Sam (laughs) said. So (laughs)
1: so here's my thoughts on this. I actually you know read through the Gizmodo article and, and some other articles, and I looked at all of the stuff that they're doing, and it's no different than what they're doing pretty much on any other website. This is this is normal. Uh, tracking. So they've got things like, like Google AdSense on there and Google AdWords and DoubleClick. These are just, you know, some of the biggest of the big ad, you know, uh, networks that are out there. Uh, and if I'm completely honest. I'm really not mad at New York Times for this. They bought it. They own it. If they want to know who's coming to their website, cause I, I'm, I'm reading, uh, and I'm, you know, Terrence, I didn't get into comments, but I am reading some comments that are in articles and folks are really outraged. Like, you know, well, I can't believe that they're doing this. And it's like, why can't you believe it? Every website on the earth does this. No, nothing is ever completely free. And, you know, if I take, uh, you know, the side of this that maybe they will never put advertising on this. Maybe, you know, maybe they're going to say, you know, what, we bought this because for however much they pay for it, a million dollars, maybe what they want to do is, well, anyone who's coming, we now know that they're coming. So we know who they are. As you said, Terrence, now we can go and say, well, if you like this game, maybe you like this one that now requires you to go behind a $5 a month paywall. So is that worth a million dollars to get all the people and all the buzz of folks uh, who are playing Wordle? Maybe that's well. That's
2: it. not all they're doing, though. Like I got to push yeah. back a little bit on that because you, you make it seem very altruistic that it's just the New York Times doing this for their own purposes. They've already added third-party trackers in there as well, so there yeah. there are other mm. people getting access to this data. Third-party already.
1: ad networks, yes,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, because they want to
1: see where people
3: are going, who plays the game, they want to see where else they go, and if a large a large collection of us also go to Amazon or also go to whatever. Oh, okay. So let me present this data to this third party person and be like, Oh, we'll buy that. And then dump you, you know, I mean, it's just it's, it's how things
1: work. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to present it. Like I was, I'm for this. I'm just saying (laughs) I'm not bothered by it. it is completely what I would expect. Not just the New York Times, but anybody who would have spent a million dollars on this, they are going to track people who are coming to their website like mm-hmm. everybody else does uh, if if you visit the tech job and then you come back, there's a report I could run that can I can see that somebody has been here and then they've come back again. um you know you know we, we have that capability can see where they're coming from. yeah, you know all, all, all those uh-huh. things are you know are, are turned on. Um, are we doing anything with it? No, we're not. But it's it's there. It's you know, you know, the capability for it is there. Um so as I said, you know, I was looking at the just the number of people that I mean, they're outraged and I'm like, really? Th- this is this is the you know, what's, this is the heel you me, wanna you, you wanna fight on? What's killing me is
3: <laughs> people can never not leave well enough alone is not the right word. But now you got all these other games that look similar that people yeah. are trying to get folks on like there's one with some math and I'm like, yeah, I'm out all the oh, way out man, I might need yeah, on to that, one, that one. They got I'll one that's got, go
2: check that one out. Yeah.
3: They, got, they got one that's got a bunch of different. Yeah. They got countries and they got one that's got multiple different four square boxes. And it's like, all right, all right. Relax. I mean,
2: that's always what happens. <laughs> There's just FYI though, for anybody that's listening. Um, there is a Forbes article out about this whole thing as well that walks you step by step. On how to download the code onto your phone, um, so that you can play offline and not have to deal with any of this nonsense. And for for the time being, you can still do that. Um, I'm sure somebody at the New York Times has seen that Forbes article, <laughs> and we'll be shutting that down, you know, sooner rather than later. But uh, for now, there is still a way to to download the code onto your phone and play offline. So if you if you Google Wordle and Forbes. Um, They give you step-by-step instructions.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to explain how to do it on an iPhone or Android because it's a little bit more involved. But if you're in a web browser, you literally just need to right-click and click save. Um, it is that straightforward because one of the the great things about Wordle is that it is completely client-side. Uh, you know, there aren't any server calls. So when you play the game, you literally download the entirety of the game into your browser cache and you're playing mm-hmm. everything locally there. So... Um, I did do that today, uh, literally right click, you know, went to Wordle, right clicked on it, saved it. I now have a folder on my desktop that says Wordle. I can go into it and I'm not being tracked by anybody. Um, I'm, you know, I'm playing inside of, uh, you know, my own PC. It's not going out to the internet to do anything. So that is just, uh, you know, like I said, you know, we'll. Have a link to that. Uh, you said it was Forbes article that had that, that has yeah, all the ways a to forward, do it. Yeah. But like I said, if yeah. you're on a PC, just literally right in your browser screen, just right click and save the, you know, save the HTML, you know, file. It'll save a, you know, a link and a folder. Um, and you're good to go because all the stuff is I'd there.
2: I'd be curious though if, if, if you, if you saved it for offline, um, because there's a finite amount of words, five mm-hmm. little words that they chose specifically, uh, for the, the guy that, that put it together. So I, I wonder if, if it starts starts over, basically, or if you just once you run out of words, then you can't play anymore.
3: And you don't it. it doesn't save your streaks from what I right. can from what I've read. So, you know, one thing about Wordle is if you keep guessing and you keep getting it correct it saves, like how many times you guess right, how many times you did it in two tries, three tries, four tries, so on and so forth. I don't think the save version
1: captures as, as well. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm not sure but I'll play tomorrow and I'll see if it saved my streak because I literally just downloaded <laughs> it today. So I have no clue. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give you another next level transition. So do you know who else is tracking you?
2: <laughs>
1: the, government. Mm-hmm. the government with the, with the help of Facebook. So yeah, th- this one here, I actually went through, so uh, we, we will put a link to this story uh, you know, in the uh show notes. I believe it was a business insider. But if you guys remember mm-hmm. back to the uh, Kenosha uh Wisconsin shooting in the protest that uh you know came after that, uh there were folks who were doing some vandal you know, um, you know, they were vandalizing things and all that kind of stuff. Well, the police, the authorities, they actually used videos from the, you know, like, you know, um, you know, surveillance cams from the places that were being um burglarized and then matched up against uh with facial recognition against people uh on facebook and then once they thought they had a match they actually subpoenaed facebook and it looks like facebook just gave everything that they had up on these folks and they were literally able to identify these folks and even you know um find out who maybe their accomplices were by who they were you know who they were following all this kind of stuff uh you know in facebook so this was uh this was interesting, and I knew I knew we were going to spend some time and, and get into this. So, so what are your th- guy's thoughts on five O being able to take uh, video cam surveillance and then actually match that up with your it Facebook profile to it. find out who you are?
2: Just ran with it. I, 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 put this in there specifically because I, I talk about this in, in my seminar till death you tweet when I
3: don't speak. snitch on yourself. Is that right. well, the yeah. subject? Well, <laughs> the idea, just the
2: idea that everything on the internet is searchable and recoverable. That's the thing that like I keep drilling that into students heads, like throughout the whole presentation, searchable and recoverable. It never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never goes away. And this, story really does a great job to highlight that um, there are a couple things that I, I pulled out specifically um, the first one is to understand that no individual owns or controls the data they share on a platform like Facebook and law enforcement can often access it if it is their wish So that's in any social media platforms terms of service if we need to turn this data over to somebody, we're gonna do it. And 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 there's nothing you can do about that. So, you know, understand that. Number one, once you post it, it no longer belongs to you. It's like giving somebody a gift. It's not yours anymore. Um, the other thing is that um the Department of Justice filed warrants for all the info held by Facebook related to six suspects, including deleted data. That's and that's the other point I try to drive home with with students when I talk to them is like even if you deleted it, even if you think you got rid of it or you you posted it in a story and 24 hours later it wasn't in your story anymore or on Snapchat, you set it to to be deleted in eight seconds, they still have all of that information. They they are keeping that information in perpetuity. For this purpose, for this exact purpose, if they need to either turn it over to law enforcement or if for some reason you get in trouble for abuse of the platform or anything and they need to get some receipts, go pull some receipts, they are keeping all of that data, all of it. And and I don't think people really understand the depth of the amount of information we readily and voluntarily give away and the fact that it is now someone else's, it it now belongs to someone else and they can do whatever they want with it. So, you know, if we don't take anything else away from the story, it's like, yo, your digital footprint, don't let it kick you in the butt. You know what (laughs) what I mean? So don't be posting nonsense that somebody can now go back and find and use against you.
1: I just want to say, so I don't necessarily feel bad that this happened to the six folks because the six you know it it it, w- it would appear uh, I don't know that they've been convicted yet so we'll talk about they allegedly did these things but it really does look like these are the, the these are the six that they actually were going after but in our very first episode we talked about where you know facial uh you know recognition has been used to misidentify people and folks would get hemmed up from this. So, uh, you know, as Stephanie, as you just said, you know, just be very, very careful with what you're putting out there and understand, um, that it is out there forever. And when we say forever, we mean it like forever. Andre 3000 says it forever, yeah, ever. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it is, it is out there forever. <laughs> from- it's not going away. Um, but, uh, I was just, uh, you know, you know, Facebook has actually made some, you know, comments about how, you know, they're, they're going to abide by the law. Uh, but they're going to really make sure that you have all your, uh, you know, your T's crossed, all your I's dotted, all those kind of things. Um, I can only assume that that was the case here because it doesn't look like there was really any pushback from Facebook on getting, uh, you know, this information. Well, so, Facebook never said they would ever push back. I think yeah. Apple mm-hmm. is
3: the only it's company the only that I can think man. that has tried to say, hey, man. Our customers' data is our customers' data. Right. We ain't tripping like that, you know. Facebook, you know, whomever, nobody else, Google, nobody else has ever had that same sentiment. So it would make sense that all the police would have to do is say "pretty please," and mm-hmm. Facebook would yeah. give it up because I mean they they haven't given us any instant that they would do otherwise.
2: My only well, thing it, about this, there was a stat in there that said Facebook got over sixty three thousand requests. Mm -hmm. in the first half of 2021 for, uh, user data and they fulfilled 89% of those. So the, the vast majority, um, they just, they just gave it up. And, and from this particular case, they, uh, the DOJ asked for everything. So they gave them names, addresses, phone numbers, any location tracking information, likes, posts, comments to feed messenger and stories as well as account IDs and usernames they interacted with and complete activity logs with records of voice and video calls all records of IP addresses and hardware used by the accounts as well so they gave up everything mm-hmm. and this also speaks to the fact that if those people were tagged in somebody else's post that other person's information is probably in, included in this as well. So, you know, I tell people all the time, check your tags, check the stuff you tagged in, cause you might be tagged in your f- something. You your don't friends know about is dry and- snitching <laughs> on you. Listen, <laughs> and, 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 and low key, <laughs> if an investigation has to happen and, and you tagged in something, you can, you can get sucked into that very, very easily. So, you know, the, the web. Um, that gets woven when this kind of thing happens is, is just so intricate and, and convoluted. Um, we just really, I mean, I don't think this is going to, you know, motivate anybody to stop using these platforms. And I don't know that I'm even suggesting that, but just know, you know what I mean? Knowledge is power and, and just be aware of, of the type of things that they're collecting and what they can do with it.
3: And, and and do do crimes in private. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: can you, no, no, can no. you don't do
3: don't can you do crimes. Crime? It's, it's impossible, though, because everybody has a
2: phone. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Everybody has a phone. Security cameras are everywhere. Like, it's literally impossible to 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 crime in secret anymore. Mm. Honestly,
1: I remember uh, watching a uh, I believe it was a 60 Minutes article. Um, and I remember watching this and they were in China and they were just showing the level of surveillance that they do right. in China. It, you know, with these super high powered cameras where they literally mm-hmm. can see you with high definition from miles away. Like They've got these things right. mounted up at the top of towers and they literally are looking at everybody all the time in everything that they're doing. And. Mm-hmm. You know, we as Americans talk about, oh, wow, you know, that's just, you know, that's just a totalitarian state, which it is. Uh, and it's like, you know, there's no sense of privacy over there. But we here in the United States, our government, it, let, <laughs> me, let, let me be behind. careful with how I say it. We, we are not doing that level from the government standpoint, but we're doing it to ourselves. Are That's we, the thing.
2: We're doing it to ourselves. Are not like, doing that level? Um, okay,
1: yeah, you know, yeah.
2: there's a reason Edward Snowden still ain't back in the US yet. You know right.
1: what I
3: mean? Like, are we not doing that? Yeah, level? so. You know, but are not we're
2: we're
1: that
3: we are. Let's say it like that. But what Rob is getting at is government ain't got to work that hard because we're handing it to him like,
2: on a silver platter. Here, ladder. here,
3: please look at all ladder. my stuff.
1: How do you know I was yeah, there? Because you, you, you basically said you were here and you were here and you checked in here and you was doing this checked and you in, took a picture in you know, front of the fire that was started with
3: the matches in your yourself. hand. <laughs> and you, and you think, and you think your name on social media as heavenly love child, uh, 1902. Uh, so so thick with it. They ain't gonna be able to match it up, right. uh, Because you because your name is a little different. It's, it's like
2: so crazy. I'm just thinking, you know, so people crazy. think it's
1: like, oh, you know, we, we actually have a lot of Americans who believe that the government is tracking them by chips that they put in the vaccine. They don't
2: need no, and pills. it's
1: like. You got a phone in your pocket. You you think they need, <laughs> they need <laughs> a, a they need a they need an invisible chip to track you when you actually have a phone and you personally will pull it out and right. tell Earth where you are at all times.
2: Right. So it's insane. The only thing you know because you know how I, I got to get on my on my soapbox for for most of this kind of stuff, because um, the the article and if anybody gets a chance, it's, it's behind a paywall. I, I get it through my Apple News, which was nice because um, I couldn't open up a uh incognito browser to see it. But it's it's definitely worth reading because it really talks about the, the length the government went through to get these six people. I mean it mm. really was just six people. There was there were I think fourteen hundred people across the country all altogether that got caught up in arrests and stuff for um or well, fourteen hundred that are being tried or whatever. There might have been about thirty thousand or whatever. I don't know the numbers. But they seemed very, very intent on using all of these digital forensic tools um, to get these six people. Did we give January 6th? Hey, I mean, look, you was scrutiny.
3: reading, you was reading my mind, Jack. I wrote it in my notes. Like, I, like, I did hope. January,
2: did January 6th get this much <laughs> scrutiny? Cause yeah. I don't feel like it did. I think well, there was yeah, like those look. obvious dudes with the, with the wolf pack hair, headdress on and all that, that, you know, you knew he was there. But, but there was a lot of other people there and, you know, did it, that end up being called. What do they call it? A peaceful demonstration, or a, a, an intellectual Prot- something? They protest. call it something other than a riot. No. Recently, treason. they've
3: called it something. I can't a civil discourse or something yeah, like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, something other <laughs> than the treason that it was. Right. Um, but it, it, you know, I was like, did, did January second?
3: Hey, I'll. I'll so, that's what I was going to wrap it up with. I was going <laughs> to wrap it up with. I hope. <laughs> I hope that these uh, departments. Take this same fervor right. uh, to other instances, not, right? The same <laughs> that they I mean did with these folks, you know, uh, uh, vandalizing stuff. But uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, that is. Uh,
3: they
2: no, are that definitely was the first thing
1: I thought about. I was like, I don't remember. Well, this well, much well, about let's just call it what it is.
2: Find the people on January six.
1: You have mm-hmm. half of Congress who are super, super tough on crime. So they probably they they down with the get down on getting these folks who probably have you know some melanin, some who probably don't, but they just hang around <laughs> folks who do. Um, you know, that were doing this vandalism. And and as I said, I'm I'm not excusing anybody who did this. So if you if you got hemmed up because you was actually burning, no, building it, down or robbing or doing this kind of stuff, hey, you know what? You know, you did the crime, you gotta pay the time. But and when so- it comes to those same congressmen, they see they are actively against the government going after folks because they were just expressing their rights you know their and you know their first amendment rights and all and, that kind and of stuff. And so. conversely
3: like on Facebook and on Kenosha right so <laughs> the story that we're quoting eventually was behind a paywall so I went searching to see if I can find another uh, site that wasn't using a paywall to find this story and I found on this Kenosha thing uh and I'm just gonna read this quote um this headline rather despite Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg's previous statements that the company had removed a militia event where people discussed gathering in Kenosha, Wisconsin to shoot and kill protesters. The company never took such action. BuzzFeed News is where I'm reading this, has learned the event was taken down by the militia group itself Mm. after two people were killed. So just the comparison, it's like, the government or whomever was requesting all this information from Facebook to find these vandalizers. Meanwhile, Facebook is like,
2: "Eh, well, we'll we'll
3: think about taking this thing down. And you you didn't
2: think that when they was asking for this information, you might want to turn that over, too, because there was people plotting to go down and shoot a whole bunch of people. Like, you don't think that was relevant information to what they might have needed in this whole grand scheme? See, this is what i'm talking about this is, uh, <laughs> just saying keep uh, that like same energy <laughs> one oh, thing man.
1: is not like
2: i got to the raise other. a fist <laughs> got to raise a fist keep the same energy mm-hmm. that's all we ask
0: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact
3: Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home.
0: Go to prettylitter.com
2: and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions
0: apply. See site for details. Yeah.
1: So we wanted to spend some time on this uh, on this main story we're going to get to. Um, and it's not one specific thing. It's kind of just a, you know, where we are in... Digital society, <laughs> uh, with people getting canceled, and should they be able to redeem themselves, and and all that kind of stuff. I'm not even sure who put the. Was this Stephanie? Was this you that put this one in here? Was this you, Terrence? I'm not even sure who put this one in. I,
2: well, I put the first story okay. in there about the Tinder swindler. Just I saw that okay. we had talked about that last week, and I right. saw this kind of update, so I was just like, you know, I thought it might be interesting in the context of a larger conversation.
1: Right. So, uh, well, well, basically, if you know, go back. Well, I'm not. Here's a, here's another. I'm trying to be professional this week. go back and listen to episode twenty two of the Tech John, where we talk about the one and you can hear about all the the hellacious stuff that this dude was doing <laughs> and now you can actually uh listen to us talk about yeah he is he is making bank um you know on on platforms where he's you know basically giving people shout outs. It's like this dude that is like this next level predator and like a convicted felon is like, okay, I'm out. You know, that hustle might be up. So let me go on to the next one. Would you like me to shout you out? (laughs) (laughs) You want me to talk about your event? And, uh, he's making tens of thousands of dollars doing this. Well, so, so,
3: um, I don't know if this is a bigger picture that you are bigger conversation that you were referring to, Stephanie, but in my mind, and you know, I'm, um, present company included. I'm involved in this as well. I think it kind of goes to, you know, how we treat victims online. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the, um the consensus from the victims of this tender Swindle dude was, how could you not see this coming? And that's what you get for gold digging. And, you know, that's what you get for getting fooled by somebody right. else's Luxurious lifestyle. Doing that your they due fr- diligence, and you, you know, know, all the, all these kind of things. I think, you know, it kind of made this dude infamous for taking advantage of these seemingly beautiful or these, the, the, the type of woman that, um, got played by this guy. You, you know, a lot of, a lot of regular people probably regular men rather probably wouldn't think they could get this type of woman so for the fact that this type of woman was kind of you know i would say wouldn't give these regular dudes a time of day you know and then turn around and get taken advantage of by this guy you know and i think it may have been some revenge porn for a lot of people there
2: was a whole lot of misogyny up in the, the attitude and the comments around why these women deserved to suffer, you know, the fate they'd suffered at the hands of, of this boy. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. bunch of a bunch of bitter dudes that yep, yep. that would have never been able to you. You you were you were being very diplomatic about it. But I'm going to say a bunch <laughs> of bitter dudes that would have <laughs> never been able to pull one of these sticks. Right. Uh, got mad, you know, got mad and was like, that's what you get for always going for to do with the money. And it's just like, right. But why I want a broke dude though? Like who? No one wants a broke dude. If you're broke, you don't want to be broke. So why would I want to be with a broke dude? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. Um, That's not to say that I'm chasing money, but you got you can't just be broke. Like come
0: on, man. Again,
3: that whole you know (laughs) that that whole I, I I I I'm not in the dating game. I've I've been married for a long time. But the common thread that I always hear is. What do you bring to the table? Right. So a lot of these, a lot of these guys just assume that, okay, well, me just being, you know, regular old me should be enough. No.
2: Right. No, it's not. Right. Right.
3: Right. So, uh, you know, I think the fact that See, for one, number, what do you say?
2: I said, you're about to give me back on my sofa. I'm going to put my hands in my lap and try to be quiet. With the fist <laughs> just, all over the shirt.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, just like I said, in general, I think then you add the whole um, incels, I think it's what it's called. Are they Incel, called incels? Yeah. Involuntary yeah. celibate. Yeah. Yeah. Because they blame these women for being so beautiful that they wouldn't give these men the time, the time of day. Of day. Right. So to strike back, it's like, okay, well, we're not only are we going to, we're, we're going to practice celibacy, but we're also going to go on these websites, on these YouTube channels, and there's a lot of men that kind of play to that audience of, look at this woman. You go, it's littered on YouTube. Oh,
2: it's it's, it's horrible. It's a it's a horrible, horrible community. I, mm-hmm. I try very hard.
3: What I was going to say is there is a um, a a bunch of videos, a bunch of characters, a bunch of influencers on places like YouTube that will say look at this woman and she thinks she's beautiful. She thinks all yeah. men should um uh, bow down to her, but watch this one guy, you know, read her for filth or whatever. Right. You can right. see YouTube mm-hmm. just filled yeah. with all these things. And there are celebrities, not celebrities. There are people who are taking advantage of that. So all that to say, I can see how this guy could make a name for himself in the wake of this, because there is that sentiment of these women In specific, but in general, beautiful women who, you know, that are the type that would be attracted by these millionaires say that's what you get. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: So let me let me expand this conversation, because, you know, we kind of started off about, uh, you know, redemption and should you know, should it is are you owed online redemption should you know should you you know should it be allowed
2: right
1: um and for this particular guy it's like you know did he pay enough of a penance and i don't know you know who's that to say you know we're, we're not the victims the victims probably should have more saying that but if we just open it up um you know the they, i hate the word cancel culture, because like, if like, I don't like you and I just don't rock with you. I'm not canceling you. I just don't like you anymore. Right. So, right. um, so, you know, so, you know, so I had a couple of things I want to make sure that I said. So, um, number one, um, this is, this is what Rob thinks is, these are my thoughts. People do not have a right to not be offended. Um, You know, that, that's the first True. thing. And I think that a lot of folks, they think that they do. They think that you don't have the right for somebody to say something that you don't agree with. Um, And that is somewhat problematic. But on the other side of this. Wait a minute. Uh, wait
2: a minute. Hold on. Say that again. I, I think I think I, I, I think that I think
1: there are a lot of people who feel like they have a right that they should never be offended by anything. And I'm okay. saying that that is not the case. It's like, you know, okay, can people can that. absolutely say things that offend you that you don't agree with, that it is not yes. your right to not be offended. Yes. But I will also say on the other side of that is that if you are the, f- the offender, just because you apologize for the thing you did was offensive doesn't mean that the people who took offense to it have, have to it. actually forgive you. That's right. That's um, right. you know, so, so there's two sides of this. So like I said, I, you know, I, I, I don't like that, that whole cancel culture thing because it's like, if you don't, like me and you don't rock with me, I'm not necessarily being canceled. Um, I do think that there are some people, however, who make it a campaign that I'm going to try to ruin this person because I don't like them. And I see Mm -hmm. that as being problematic, but I don't know that that is the bigger issue. So, so, you know, so let me just ask the question. Um, do you have, uh, you know, you know, know, what is the pittance that you have to pay who do you pay it to, uh, for you to get back in good graces? Uh, that, you it's know, it's
2: tough. It's, I just wanted to, 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 to get a little bit more into this because we sort of glossed over the whole story. Uh-huh. The, the dude from Tinder Swindler, um, you know, and, and this is a spoiler alert, you know, if you made it to the end of the documentary itself, it talked about how he had already started offering classes on Instagram as like some sort of business guru or whatever and was selling those but now he has recently gone on to the platform cameo mm-hmm. after barely
3: serving like six months right or like that. right
2: i mean basically no time in jail hardly mm-hmm. um and now he's on cameo where you know it, it's mostly celebrities on this platform where you can get them to like record a birthday message for somebody or or whatever and according to tmz he made thirty thousand dollars within the first three days of him being on this platform because people were so excited that the tender swindler was on cameo. Um, say say so, that
1: again. $30,000 $30, in 72 in three hours. three
2: days. Yes. Saying, Hey, it's, it's Simon leviev, you know, I'm a happy birthday, whatever. So it is kind of like, it, it, I guess it is. what If there's a market, like we live right. in a capitalist society and if there's right. a market for, for, for people that want this clown, on their on they phone saying happy birthday, then there's no, I, what I think, you know, when, when it, when it's a criminal complaint, right. I think that person should have to pay restitution. So, right. yes, you can get on Cameo because there is some, some person that. Thinks having you on their phone is amazing. But that money should be going to the women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And any and any other profits you're making across any platform, anywhere, shape or form, should be going to those women. So when you talk about, you know, Rob, you asked, you know, how, what sort of restitution and how how are people able to come back? Like, yeah, you can come back and start making some money. However, you need to pay these people back. Like, period. Right. So, and that's what I was going to say. Criminal? Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: that's what I was going to say. In the criminal? It, yeah. yeah. You, if you commit a crime, you should be charged, and you should like Harvey
2: Weinstein's not coming back, or mm-hmm.
3: shouldn't
2: R. Kelly yep. should not be able to come back. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, he just, right. he just shouldn't. Right. Um, so, you know, those types of people should not be able to come back.
3: Right? Yeah, but in general, if like you said, if there's a market out there and people are willing to, and we kind of earlier on kind of already identified the market. <laughs> of these losers (laughs) who are willing to (laughs) who are willing to pay this guy you know uh it's up to the community you know these platforms are consumer driven and it is consumers content so we have some sort of control in who we forgive for lack of a better term and if the consumer is willing to give this guy thirty thousand dollars in a weekend I mean, we control the content. So it's like, we need to do better, you know, as well as right, just we
2: better, uh, better humans. <laughs>
3: right. Right. Instead <laughs> of just assuming that, you know, this one person is like, Oh, dang, I did do something wrong. Let me go sit in a corner for the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> who's going to do Don't that? Out of
2: that, I got to throw, I, I put Chrissy Teigen in there specifically mm-hmm. for this reason because, you know, she is on that line. Like, you told a child to kill themselves. You know what I mean? Like she was saying
1: some
3: why? Yeah. She, like, how do
2: you, yeah how
1: do, how, she was whack with what she was saying straight. up. How
2: on. do you come back from that? Like right. she didn't actually commit any criminal offense. Mm-hmm. However, it was egregious enough mm-hmm. that it's like, are, are we, are we letting her come back from that? I, I don't know. I, Rob, what do you think?
1: Did John legend stop writing music? <laughs> Did he stop making records? Is, 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 Chrissy Teigen still a, a, a multimillionaire? Yeah,
2: pretty much. Um,
1: pretty living much. like the top 1% of society on earth? Yep. Um, hey, <laughs> that, that's, that was one of the reasons why I put in there. Offenders aren't owed forgiveness just because you said, I'm sorry. You told a little girl to kill herself. The, the internet came after you. And now, what is it? Is it a year later? Uh, 14 months later? Right. Well, you apologize. No, nah, you know what? They don't owe you a, for, you know, they they do not owe you an apology or not an apology. They They don't owe it to you to accept your apology. If they want to still be mad at you and not rock with you, Hey, you know what you, you did what you did. There's consequences. That on so and I'm no. not saying that you can't be forgiven, but sometimes it takes work. You know, you've got to actually do work and show folks that you are a different person. And, you know, I was, you know, I really didn't realize what I was doing, but now I do. And, and here's the steps that I've taken. And you may have to go through that. Um, right. I, I remember, uh, that there is, uh, you know, there is a musician, um, black guy that literally gets guys out of the clan. I mean, he, this is like his life's work. He, 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 he befriends these clan members, shows them the air to their way. And gets these guys out. He has done this on numerous occasions. Um, he has got a level of patience that I don't have, you know that I, you know that that is not my testimony. I cannot do what he is doing. but one of the things that you know um that he has said and and even some of you know some of his now friends have said is like, well, you know, I was doing this for a lifetime. I can't expect because I say sorry today that I am now going to be right. forgiven tomorrow. There are going right. to be some people that no matter what I do, no matter what I say, they are never going to let what I used to say and the stuff that I used to spew. They're never going to let that go. And I have to accept that that is just the way that it's going to be. So in the the case of Chrissy Teigen, she just has to understand. I understand that she's, you know, that she's very sad and that she's very upset. But you told a child to kill herself. There are people who are never going to let that go. Um, And
3: and on top of that, she has always used her voice to speak out for other people who felt like they needed to be canceled mm -hmm. as well because – you know, that was her whole thing as well, you know, kind of yeah, like, you yeah. know, if something like the Me Too movement, you know, she, I, I, I don't know her exact quotes, but you know, you, you could probably find some quotes of hers, you know, speaking out against men, you know, for whatever reason. And it's, it's like, look, you gotta, you have to recognize like, okay, you know, Stephanie, it's your turn to get back on your soapbox. <laughs> it's like, you know, that stuff does not go away and Doesn't people away. will find it. And, and, you know, Rob, like you said, you know, um, what is she, um, what, what are she you being, done? what are you being canceled? What, what are the negative effects, right? Did you lose money? Did you lose a deal? Did you lose whatever? She or did. Yeah, she
1: did. Right. Yeah. She did. And, she did. But, but
3: what I feel like what she is wanting redemption for is to just be back out and social, right? And Cause, cause, be
2: in the spotlight again.
3: Right, right. Mm -hmm. And they're not, and according to this and according to just general sentiment, they're not letting her. So I think what she wants is almost like, okay, well, let me be Chrissy Teigen and go back out on the internet and say goofy things and show pictures of my house and show pictures of my dog and vacations without 50 million thousand comments saying, blah, 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 you know, this, that, and the other. I think that's what she wants redemption from. And I'm like, okay, well, again, we have to be, uh, better humans. And we have to not let the social media take so much control to where she feels like she isn't back until she is literally back on social media. Back and it's on like, Twitter. Yeah. right. Is that, is that?
2: She has seen it seems like she's internalized it a little bit more than most. And I also want to just go on on record as saying, because I know there's probably somebody listening right now is like, I mean, she just said that it ain't like that. What was the big deal of her saying that there are children right now and there have been children in the past that have killed themselves Mm -hmm. because of the bullying and the thing that other people say to them on social media. You know, mm-hmm. this happens. I've spoken to literally thousands of young people that have stood in front of me in tears because they couldn't take all of the, you know, pressure of what other students were saying to them on a daily and a regular basis. So to have something like that happen, and I, this is, this is where I really get on my soapbox because I've seen it. And, you know, it's, it's not like you can say, well, I mean, the girl wasn't really going to do it. She may have. This is where we're at in society where mm-hmm. these type of words have that type of uh, uh, effect on other people, especially when, because I can guarantee you, it wasn't just, Chr- Chrissy Teigen said it, but I can mm-hmm. guarantee you uh, 10,000 people retweeted it, you mm-hmm. know, 20,000 people, 100,000 people probably commented and co-signed it and was like, oh yeah, I can't stand her either. Yeah, she should just kill. So when you're dealing with that kind of pressure as a as a child, Basically, with a, with an undeveloped brain and, and adults can't deal with that kind of pressure. Mm. It, it's, it's happening all the time. Kids are actually taking that action, you know, that they can't come back from and they are killing themselves. So, you know, for anyone that, that, that is sitting here right now scratching their head talking about what's the big deal. It is a very big deal. And, and that is not the type of thing that you go on an internet with, with, with the platform that she had and say to a child. So I'm going to drop my mic right there. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, you know, I'm going to pick again, it up. Like said- I'm going to pick it up for you because, uh, you know, I, oh, w- I want to okay. get this point out there as well. Uh, just she may be the most apologetic. She, you know, this she she really may be sorry. It's like I didn't understand what I was doing. I'm, I'm I'm not trying to say that that's what she said, but maybe that is the case. But there are things that you do in society that you just can't come back from. You know, if you maybe. rob a bank, you probably are never going to be hired as a bank teller. Just saying. Um, if you, you know, if if you if you have a felony <laughs> that is on your record, you're probably never going to be a school teacher. There are just things that once you cross the Rubicon, so to speak, you can't come back to the way that it was. So yeah. Chrissy Teigen, you may actually get, you know, to the point to where people forgive you. They see the work that you've done, um, you know, if there's work that you've done to actually get past these things that you've done in the past. But just because you've done that doesn't mean you're going to get everything that you had back. It, it, does, You know, right. life doesn't work that way. That's right. Um, and I think that and that's what kept, lot-
2: I haven't I mean, I haven't seen much that she's done besides keep saying I'm sorry and keep saying how much this yeah. sucks that she's on a imposed, you know, uh, moratorium from from social media for the moment. You know, I she, she's complained, but she hasn't talked about and and as much as she talks about everything she does, she hasn't talked about a lot of any kind of work that she's done or therapy or, or, or any sort of understanding. And, and, a uh, uh, Chrissy, if, if, if I'm wrong, come on the tech, John, and let us know what you've been doing because I ain't seen it. And, and, it, and it really seems like all she's done is complain that, that she's canceled. And so, you know, like I said, without understanding the gravity of what is actually happening to young people on the internet and social media and, and really having a respect and appreciation for that and why what you said was so problematic and was actually dangerous, you know I mean? It wasn't just problematic. It was dangerous. And, and to not have that understanding and to be as flippant as, as, as it appears she has been based on all of the articles I've seen, you know, like you, you ain't coming back no time soon with this attitude.
1: And and here's the thing. This is, Is There's nothing she's going to say or nothing that she's going to, uh, you know, or put out in the world that is going to get people to turn around. It's going to be what other people who are respected say about her that's going to actually, you know, make that change. It's like, you know, you did this and you've been working with this group and this group says, you know what? Um, I understand that this is what she did. But in the last two years, this is what she has been doing. It's It's not going to be based off of what you say. It's going to be based off of what people who, you know, who you work with say. And it, listen, that'll and it may not ever
3: be the case because we still don't forgive Justin Timberlake for what he did for Janet back in. He I mean,
2: yeah, <laughs> Justin played J- Janet. That's I'm not He never comes back. back to the cookout.
3: But to speak to Rob's point, Janet Jackson in her recent documentary was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, I want y'all to lay off Justin Timberlake and happen. give him a break. Ain't and people happen. was like, nah, he's straight. Yeah, ultimately, <laughs> no. I, I think it <laughs> Is good or good and bad as it relates to social media. The fact that she identifies herself so much with her presence on social media mm-hmm. that she feels like she's not complete until she gets redeemed right. by social media. to me, that in and of itself is a problem yes. with our like she's society something else to do. Right, but but again, that social media is so entwined and inter integrated into our lives mm-hmm. to where you know, like you said to your point, Stephanie, you know, she can say something like this and then actually encourage somebody to harm themselves. That's right. That is a, a social media effect on us because Chrissy don't know this person. This person didn't know Chrissy, but the fact that somebody could reach and touch her via social media is a, is a problem, and the mm-hmm. fact that we feel like we haven't found redemption until we are accepted by social media. That's another problem that I think our That's society right. is going to, it's, it's going to be a, this social media thing. I, it ain't going to be downfall for all of our society, but it is here to stay. And we get to figure out how
1: to work with it.
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Well So, said. so uh, yeah, guys, we actually might be able to do a show and be on time today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the clock This this might be a first for the Tech John that we actually do the show in the, in, in the exact spot Well it's because we cut time. out a bunch of stories And a bunch of links but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you keep I'm gonna let you you be a- But we <laughs> have not we, we did not do a spotlight Last week and even two weeks ago We didn't have a full spotlight So I know we've got folks who are itching To get to our Tech John spotlight So Stephanie why don't you tell us Who we are featuring this week
2: all righty. Well, Delaine Parnell is the founder and CEO of Play Versus. It spelled P-L-A-Y-V-S, but pronounced Play Versus, the venture-backed startup building the infrastructure for high school esports. Prior to starting Play Versus, Delay, Delane worked at Inkwell Venture Capital, where he became the youngest Black venture capitalist in the United States. Delane was then part of the early team at Rocket Fiber that raised $31 million and focused on retail strategy directly with the CEO. While at Rocket Fiber, Delane founded Rush Esports and that esports team, an esports team that was acquired by Team Soloman. A lifelong entrepreneur, Delane started his first job at 13, working 40 plus hours a week during the school year. At 17, Delane used the money he saved to purchase three cell phone stores and joined the founding team of Executive Car Rental that now has 16 locations across, across Michigan. In 2017, Delane was introduced to science founders Peter Pham and Mike Jones, where they discovered a common interest in esports. After a few months of speaking with science, Delane founded Playverses. In April 2018, PlayVersus announced their exclusive partnership with the National Federation of State High School Associations to collaborate on the national rollout of esports in high schools. In June of 2018, the company announced a $15 Series A uh, round led by NEA, the largest ever for a Black founder in the consumer internet industry at the time. And Play Versus has raised a total of approximately $107 million and had a valuation of $400 million as of 2020. So Delane Parnell... Doing your thing, we are happy and honored to spotlight you at the Tech Job.
1: So I got one question: What kind of forty-hour-a-week job can a fourteen-year-old get? That's number one. And number two: <laughs> What kind of forty-hour-a-week job can a fourteen-year-old get that three years later allows him to buy three cell phone stores?
2: Listen, mm-hmm. delay was hustling. I like- mean, you know, we ain't saying yeah. nothing, we ain't implying nothing, like, but Delain was on his grind. That's all we saying the
1: lane was grinding. No, uh, that that that, that is stay. a good one. And you you know what? I didn't know. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to how big this, you know, this esports is. I mean, you can get oh, scholarships for this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. College. There, there's, there's a there's a um, there's a whole controversy behind that because they've been taking money, of course, from women's sports to pay these esports scholarships. So there's a oh, whole title nine. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's a whole title nine controversy with that now because that's where they're getting the money from. They ain't taking out not the football program, but they're taking money from women's sports to offer these esports scholarships. It,
1: at some yeah. schools, in right. some cases, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm reading through but it's you know huge. articles about this, and it's like you know, and I've I've known that it has been huge. Uh, you know, I personally you know, have known people who have played like you know Madden to where it's not even fun for them to play because they it, it's their job. It's just like you don't want to in your downtime do your job, but you know, like you know, a family member of mine, he was literally on a bus traveling around doing uh, you know Madden tournaments and stuff like that. And well, we had uh, Sean
2: Gunn on yeah uh, with. Uh, Play Me. I mean, listen.
1: But yeah, I'm, that industry
2: is crazy.
1: But yeah, I'm, I'm watching something on Twitch, and it's like, wait a minute, they're at like Indiana, and they have on school branded shirts. Like, it's like, is this intermural? Or is this? Are these dudes have scholarships? You know, when, let me just say, dudes. When I say dudes, I'm talking about everybody because there was women on the team too. Um, they're
2: considered athletes. Yeah,
1: they actually had scholarships to play. I think they were playing Rocket League or something like that mm-hmm. in Fortnite. And I'm like, what? That, that is that is that is something, different. That, that yeah, just something hope,
3: different. Hopefully, you know, like Stephanie mentioned, you know, um, hopefully women, uh, girls are getting a short end of the stick because, you know, the gaming industry is still a tough just just getting online and gaming as a yeah. woman. I mean it's tough so for shout out to women who can actually stomach <laughs> that nonsense to get to the level to where they can get sponsored enough to make this their living because it's a lot thrown at them
2: it is crazy is it Overwatch a game I don't game like no. yes.
3: Overwatch is a game. I, I think yeah. I
2: watched a tournament an Overwatch tournament at one point um, and then there was a I, I feel like I watched a documentary following a team as they went through I think it was on Netflix um Actually, yeah, it was. It was. There's a there was a there's a documentary on Netflix called Seven Days Until,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: and and it's like a few different episodes where it's seven days until you know the launch of a product or seven days until the opening of a restaurant, and they just follow everything up to that point. And and this esports team was going to this to this tournament, and it was they followed them for the week heading into the tournament, and then you know film the tournament too. Um, but it was a it was an interesting thing to to watch. Rick Fox has an e- owns an esports yeah. e- team, um, Laker, ex Laker.
1: It is, it um, has come a long way. I cannot remember the name of this movie, but it came out you know, we were kids and it was about a kid who had like the Nintendo power glove. And they were trying to get to a gaming tournament. This is, it was not a great movie. It was a kid's movie, but it was I'm back like. in the day. But if you remember the old Super Nintendo, there was, uh, there was a, you know, a peripheral, it was Super the Power Nintendo Glove. And this, this to... kid had it. And for whatever reason, I can't even remember the movie because it was not a great movie, but it was, uh, you know, we, we have come a long way since then to where you're in a van traveling across the country trying to find gaming tournaments. Um, you you literally can do this at your high school and potentially get a college scholarship for it. It, it, it is something else. It is absolutely something else. So, uh, as I said... Was um, it
2: called The Wizard?
1: It might have been. I can't... I honestly cannot remember. I can't remember the name of it or even who was in it. I just remember that it was about the Nintendo Power Glove.
2: Okay, because I, I just did a quick Google. That's what came up. Nineteen eighty nine.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I was I was a kid when it came out, so I yeah, was still was in high 1989,
2: school. Nineteen eighty nine. After his little brother is put in a mental institution, yep, Corey. That's it. Oh, Fred Savage is in this. Breaks out yep. a pair, breaks him out, and the pair run off together to California.
1: Yep, that is okay. th- that is the movie. I'm just saying we're a long way <laughs> from that. <laughs> long way from that. So we are at the end of our time, y'all, um, and we, we somehow managed to do a show. I'm, I, I keep looking over at my clock. We're like right on time. Y'all <laughs> seem so this. shocked.
0: Yeah, this is, Rob. uh,
1: you I know, it, it only took 23 episodes to actually be on time with a show. <laughs> but uh, before we end, I want to give everybody the opportunity to uh, tell folks how to get to you. So Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and kick us off?
2: Then we have a new patron, too.
1: You know what? Let me scroll down.
2: We, we, we do. Oh, yeah, we,
1: we absolutely about. do. Um, so I wanted to point that out. Uh, so Josie is a new patron we want to thank you so much for uh you know for supporting the show so for anyone else who wants to support the Tech john you can head over once again to patreon.com forward slash the tech john that is the tech j-a-w-n we've got multiple tiers over there and as we said one of those tiers is actually being able to listen to us uh, in a live stream we have a tier where you can get an ad free stream um, all kind of good stuff if you want to support the show so thank you once again to Josie and thank Stephanie why don't you go ahead and uh, kick us off and uh, let us know how the folks can get to you
2: So you can find me all around the web at Tech Life Steph and you can check out my website at tilldeathutweet.com.
3: And you can find me everywhere on the internet at Brother Tech, B-R-O-T-H-A-T-E-C-H. And also you can find me on my other tech podcast, uh, SnobOS. You can go to snoboscast.com and learn all things Apple and then some.
2: Such a fitting name.
1: (laughs) And I am um, on all the things at Rob Dunwood. So you can check me out there and also check out all the things at the Tech John. We're there as well. And I want to shout out our YouTube channel. Terrence has been cutting up a ton of videos and putting them out there. So uh, go check us out on YouTube. Uh, You know, just search for us. And uh, eventually, probably by the time you hear this, there'll be a link on the website. So you can just go check us out there.
2: Boom.
1: And with all that, y'all, or I should say with all that, um, we're going to go ahead and tell the folks what we normally say at the end of the show. Peace. A Peace. Peace.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.